With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome everybody to the House of David Ministries. I'm Pastor Summer Allen. Pastor Keith Allen. How's everyone doing tonight? Doing all right. Good. We're again here in the book of Revelation, uh, studying the seven churches, seven seals, and seven trumpets. This week, uh, we are on the sixth of the set. So we're almost done, almost to the finish line. Okay? Um, before we get started, we're going to go ahead and give a prayer and thanks to God for what we're about to receive. Dear Heavenly Father God, we come to you in prayer in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. We thank you to God for this blessed day. We thank you in the name of Jesus, the Lord God, for blessing us, the Lord God, with your mighty word in the name of Jesus. We pray and thank you to Lord God for covering us through this day and keeping us all safe and in good health in the name of Jesus. We thank you to Lord, to Lord God for protecting our family members as well throughout the day in the name of Jesus. And we just ask, to Lord God, as we come to you before you in your word, to Lord God, that you deliver unto us, to Lord God, uh, a revelation, to Lord God, of, of awakening, to Lord God, within our souls, to Lord God, to receive your word, to Lord God, to adhere to your word, to Lord God, and to carry out your word in the name of Jesus. We pray, to Lord God, for a steadfast mindset, to Lord God, and a heart that beats for you and only you. We pray, to Lord God, that we continue, to Lord God, to reach and seek out to you, to Lord God, for all instruction, to Lord God, all things that we have questions on, to Lord God, and not lean forth to man, but lean to your understanding, to Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray and thank you. Amen. Amen. Okay, uh, we got Revelation. We got three chapters of Revelations that we'll be digging into. Um, the the church is in Revelations chapter three, um, verses seven through thirteen. And so this is the church of Philadelphia. Now, with all the other churches, um, Christ always said that he had something against them and that he needed them to do something else, um, even though they were doing good works. So that, that's a, a call for all of us to make sure we, we continue to check ourselves, to make sure we don't forget uh, our walk, and as we always say, where we come from, you know, that saying that we always say, because it's easy for us to be, uh, get that, you know, as they say, that Hollywood uh, uh, charisma about us and, and forget how we should be truly acting in Christ, right? Mm -hmm. And so we dealt with the church uh, and um, that was lost their love for God, and that was the church of Ephesus, and then the church of Smyrna, they 
were suffering through whatever uh, was placed on them through the inhabitants around about them. And then we had the Church of Pergamos, which their theological ways kind of catered to those, again, that they dwelt amongst. So they were compromising uh, uh, of the sort. And then with the Church of Theatira, they were more, uh, they tolerated a lot of stuff that should not have been going on in the church as uh, far as the, uh, the people in the church and how they act, and as well as, the, the as, again, the surroundings. It always seems to be like the people who in, in which account about them causes them to be led astray. And then last week we discussed the Church of Sardis, which uh, was known as the Dead Church. Okay, um, and again, they were just doing works and doing works and doing works, but there was no God in it. Okay, they were doing all this stuff for naught because they forgot God. And um, this week, again, we're talking about Philadelphia, which is the faithful church. Okay, so um, does anyone have any questions uh, before we get started uh, on or, or any the key of death. He that openeth and no man shutteth, and shutteth and no man openeth. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it, for thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. Now I'm going to stop there, because Christ is saying about the Church of Philadelphia, it's like a, a, a babe in Christ. They, we, they just come to Christ. They got a very little faith. They, they, they're not really rooted that strong, but however, uh, they're that deep, but they're strong in their faith. It's like a new believer is. It's hard to shake a new believer because they're so enthused sometimes where you can't, you can't calm them down sometimes. You know how when, when we all first came to Christ, man, we were so excited. You know how that you know that feeling was? You're so excited. So they had again, they're just coming to know Christ, but yet amongst all the churches, they had the most faith. Because sometimes that's what God is telling us to keep our faith new in him. Yeah. Because if it's new in him, it will forever be strong. Right. It's not old, crumbled up wiltered away faith that tends to do what the other churches do, start to compromise and start to tolerate things that go on around them like we all do. We kind of like give that little, eh, if it's not, you know, it ain't causing any harm, nobody let them do it. But then you don't realize the big picture of how deep those roots can get when you let corruption in. So that's what God is talking about when he talks about them having that little faith 
but the, I mean, that little strength, he says, they have little strength and have kept my word and have not denied my name. So they're, with the little that they have, they're, they're, they're showing a whole lot of resolve with it, unlike someone in the other churches who were more, had more strength in their faith, but they were wavering in their faith somehow. Okay? So continuing on, verse 9. Anyone has anything before I move on? Okay. Verse 9, Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews and are not, but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet and to know that I have loved thee. Verse 10, because thou hast kept the word of my patience. That's very important. Kept the word of my patience. I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast that no man take thy crown. So God is saying, whatever you have, hold tight to it. Don't, will, don't sway to the left or the right, because as soon as that happens, you lose your, your, your heavenly glory. That means you lose your, your path to heaven. So you have to be very careful how you step in Christ. Okay, um, I'm going to bring another military uh, background in here real quick. When we, when we train sometimes, you know, we tend to walk in a single line to get through booby traps, right? And the key is you get a pointer, the point man, and everyone else follows behind that point man. Whatever the point man steps, the man behind him steps in that same footprint. You follow what I'm saying? Because if he steps and nothing happens to him, that means it's safe. That means it's a safe path. But if his legs get blown off, you know that, hey, that was a corrupted path. The same goes with Christ. Christ came here, he walked. He stepped and he showed us the way. Now we need to walk in that same path. Uh, guys, could you mute the, the phone, please? So we step, we step in the same path as Christ has paved the way. So that when we are coming um, behind him, um, everyone, I'm sorry, everybody needs to mute their phone because we're getting a lot of feedback. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Okay, so as Christ walks, I'm going to repeat that. Um, as Christ walked, the footsteps in which he laid, the foundation in which he laid, we need to follow that same foundation because we know it is a safe and direct path to God. 
you can't you can't go wrong in that path. But as soon as you step off that path, now he don't let, put the footprints down for you to step into. If you step outside of those footprints, kaboom! You 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 run into a landmine and get blown up. That's how you have to think spiritually with this. That's why God is trying to say this: that you know you will lose your heavenly crown if you allow someone to take that which you already have. You got to hold tight to it, like you're holding your child, you're not letting anyone bring any harm to your child. You have to. That's how you have to see your faith or whatever it is in Christ you have. You hold tight to it. You don't sway to the left or the right. You don't turn your head and keep and take your eye off of it, because mm-hmm. a thief can quickly come and take it away. Can I add something to that? Um, it's um, so true in your relationship and your walk walk with God that we consistently are challenged in so many different ways. We could take this you know, in a direct way where people say, shake your faith, so my faith in God, to do a thing. But also you can put this into perspective of who you are in Christ. Uh, A lot of the times, you know, our faith is shaken in a way of who we are, you know, you know, how I, I won't give this, this isn't an example, but I'm just going to use that word that Jesus said when he said, who do men say that I am and who do you say that I am? You can also take that into perspective that constantly, who do you say you are in Christ is always kind of um, attacked as well. You know, um, personally, the things that you have evolved into, the things that you've been delivered from, um, the things that you say that you've had the victory over, the knowledge or the wisdom that you've attained. All of those things are, are free game when it comes to, you know, the enemy and people, not just the enemy, but and people. And you will be constantly attacked in that way to try to waver or throw your face off in in that respect of who you are. And you have to stand firm. And that's the reason why I kept getting that though too when he says they which they say they are Jews or are not. So, you know, you say that you have faith. You say that you are a believer. You say that you are a child of God. And then he says, you know, if if um you know, but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before uh, thy feet and to know that I have loved them. So it's, you know, going. To, your faith is tested. Who you are in God is tested. Everything that you say that you are is tested. So um, I just wanted to kind of um, also add that to it, to the, that the perspective of not only outward but inward you know, um, the inward man is tested. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right. Anyone else? Okay, moving on. So, don't lose your crown. Verse 12, he says, He that overcomes will I make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go no more out 
and I will write upon him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God. That's two names described unto you, which is New Jerusalem. So you're going to have the name of God and Jerusalem uh, put on you, which cometh down out of heaven from my God. And here's the third name. And I will write upon him my new name. So you're going to have Christ's new name, which none of us know as of yet, because he does have a, a heavenly name that no one knows. Um, and it will be written upon you. Now, these markings, we've, we've heard about before when he told, the angel, he told the angel to come around and mark his people. If you recall that a few churches back. And in verse 13, he says, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. So God is doing something. He's moving, right? So if you don't have this mark, you're about to be in a whole lot of trouble, right? Now, here comes the seal in verse, uh, chapter 6, um, dealing with uh, some things that are going on at, the, at this time. Uh, chapter 6, verses 12 through 17. Uh, actually, it goes all the way through chapter 7. Uh, I'll, I'll kind of um, read some key, key points because I, um, I don't want to, you know, uh, beat you to death with um, uh, boring reading with my um, monotone voice. <laughs> right, whatever. Um, but... Uh, chapter 6, verse 12, reads this. And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth, um, became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood. Now, you guys, have you guys ever heard of a blood moon? You guys ever heard of a blood moon? No. No? We actually had one back in March. We're on mute. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, have you heard of a blood moon before? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we had one back in March, and they happen so often. They do come about, I think we, in the last, I want to say close to the last 20 years, we had about four or five of them. They come around ever so often. And Christ himself mentioned this in the Gospels uh, when he talked about the blood moons. So they're, they're warning signs. Okay? So, so note that. That he said the moon would turn as blood. And the moon, actually, when you look up in the sky at it, it is red. The moon is red. Just as Christ said it would be. Um, so that's a blood moon. So I don't know when the ne next time we were supposed to get one, but like I said, they happen, I want to say around about every six or seven years or something like that, you, you get one. Um, one when the moon eclipses. Come again? No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not an eclipse. It's just that the moon turns red. Um, it's, it's a certain reflection of the sun. Yeah, and it just turns red. Mm -hmm. It's a certain way that the sun reflects onto the moon, but it doesn't. It's not like an eclipse because eclipse 
happens more often, but a blood moon happens um, like years apart. But just know, like I said, note in the Gospels, and you, you can look it up because I, I can't remember the, the Gospel off the top of my head, uh, that Christ did mention the blood moons. Um, you can probably go Google that for yourself um, to find out where that is. If not, I'll, I'll get you the exact scripture um, when we get offline. I'll, I'll find it for you guys. Okay? So he says that the moon became as blood, and the stars of heaven fell unto the earth, even as a fig tree casting her untimely figs when he is shaken of a mighty wind, and the heaven departed as a scroll when it when it is rolled together and every mountain and every island were moved out of their places. Now I had believe it or not guys and it's kinda of on top of it's off topic I had a vision. I was telling my wife about this, her and Apostle Jerusha. Mm -hmm. I had a vision before I left Las Vegas about the heavens being rolled up. Mm. Uh -huh. I had that vision. It, it was it was weird because I had the vision twice. It happened to me twice. I saw that same vision in the daytime and at night. How the sky when it was at nighttime, it rolled up or uh, kind of looked to me like a zipper, in other words, like it kind of moved out of the way, like the sky just moved. And I saw it like in the daytime, it just was rolled up, like it was taken away or something. So it, it, was, it was, yeah, it, 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 it was weird. So I did, I had that actual vision. Um. So God will will deliver some stuff to you, and um, it's just so Pastor, yes, ma'am. As I as I'm listening and um, trying to get a full comprehension of the mark, the mark is the mark a, a, a physical mark or more of a spiritual mark. What dropped into my spirit just now right. is that. That scripture may be synonymous with that mark that God talked about in Romans, I believe it's Romans 8, where he said that if you don't have the spirit, is that the spirit that is the mark of God upon us, so that if we don't have that, we are none of it? That is correct. It is a spiritual mark. It won't be, yeah. a, fle it won't be a fleshly mark. Because every, like everything that's going down, everything that's happening during the time of revelation is spiritual warfare. It is all spiritual, and this is why the flesh will not be able to contain. Because this is some spiritual stuff going on. All these crazy creatures, these are demonic creatures that are coming to test us. And it's all spiritual. Right. But, oh, which is really, because that is a total different scripture, but if, when we read, we're reading um, Romans 8. And it talks about the tribulation, the famine, but at the end, and all the things that the, the spirit man wrestles with, the, with the, the, the fleshly man, and the fleshly man, it's impossible for the flesh man to please God. And then it, again, it talks about, um, in all of these things, yea, we are more than conquerors. Mm -hmm. And 
then it goes on further. I believe the question was asked, what shall separate us when we have that mark? What shall separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus? And it lists out maybe all of what we are faced with on earth, trials, famine, um, and all these perils and dangerous and demonic forces. And then the encouragement in that was to say that even then, nothing will be able to separate us from the love of those who have the mark. Nothing will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Yes. And here's what you have to understand is that when you're dealing with spiritual warfare, like in this time, during this revelation time, this end time, you're in your flesh, right? This is, this, this is where, and if you notice, he always says, he who overcomes. He said that to every church. Your spirit has to overcome the flesh and the desires of the flesh. This is why he says, these things will be here to test you. Famine, thirst, and all this other stuff, sicknesses, and all this other stuff. It's going to test the flesh. But if you overcome with the spirit, that's why he says he who overcometh, hear what the spirit has to say. The flesh is not going to hear it. It won't be able to hear it because the flesh is, is going to desire fleshly things. This is, time, this is a, 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 a movement into the spiritual now. God, and you'll see this when we get into that, that, that um, trumpet. You'll see what I'm talking about. Because God is starting to move some things. Okay? Everything is technically a warning shot to us. Until that seventh trumpet, that seventh seal is broken, everything is a warning shot. In other words, giving you that last chance to repent from your sins and your ways. But again, you have to allow your spirit to overcome it. Just like Christ did when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. You notice how when he was down there praying... And all of a sudden, the flesh had overcame and said, I don't want to do this. But then the spirit had to fight back and said, but if it be thy will, Lord, let it be done. Because he's like, move, remove this cup from me. But the spirit had to come back and like, no, God's will needs to be done. You see what I'm saying? That's the same. This is a revelatory thing that Jesus had to go through, which is our flesh is going to go through. It, the, the spirit in the, in the flesh is going to battle in the end. Not only amongst yourself, but you're going to have other demonic things coming at you. Mm-hmm. So this is where you've got to get your spirit strengthened up. Because it's the only thing that can help you overcome. Especially with the ones with the mark. And we go through, we go through spiritual battles every day. It's not like, like don't look into this perspective that this is something that's coming. This is something that's right now. When we are in the flesh, we are constantly in a battle warring with, with ourselves, um, who we are, like I said earlier, um, the things that are not like God and um, that we need deliverance from. Um, we're battling with um, wisdom, knowledge, you know, um, understanding who God is, the depths of him, things of that you know, nature, every, everything that um, is not you know, natural to our flesh, we are consistently battling. And um, so we have to, like, also look at this, too, like, that, that this is not, like, uh, some, you know, time that's going to come in the near future. This is now. It just becomes harder and harder mm-hmm. as the time goes by. 
but the spirit of the Lord is what gives us strength, conviction, um, convicts us, you know, when we're wrong, and, and carries us through. Now, we can make, make mistakes, and we can get back up again. We just have to keep, like Ian said, keep the faith. Fight the good fight. Like Ian said, stand firm, stand fast in the days of evil. Keep standing. Because it's not as if you're not going to be tested. You will be. You know, um, even here, um, I was actually reading um, in Romans 8 when you had mentioned it where he says, um, the spirit itself bears witness of our spirit that we are the children of God, kind of like what you were saying to Mark. So the spirit um, recognizes that the spirit of God is on us, the mark is on us. And if children, then heirs and heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if so, be that we suffer with him that we may be also glorified together. So that kind of also signifies that scripture that says if we suffer with him, then we will reign with him. So if we bear the infirmities of the, of the flesh, you know, at this time, you know, the temptations, right. you know, as they come, then we will, then we will overcome. Now, um, a few weeks back, um, actually I think it was last week, we did the fifth seal, uh, the fifth trumpet. And I read a, a passage out of uh, Amos, uh, chapter 8, verse 11. And this is where spiritual things happen. Now, this is God's word, and this is what you really need to pay attention. If you don't pay attention to any other scripture ever read to you, this is the one you need to understand and listen. It says this, Amos, chapter 9, verse 11. God says this, Behold. The days come, saith the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land. But get this, not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but the famine is of the hearing the words of the Lord. So he's going to snatch the word away from you. That's the famine that he's talking about. See that spiritual famine? That's what we're talking about. It's not a bread and water. The famine is a spiritual thing mm-hmm. where you're seeking, like you said, you'll be seeking death and you won't find it. You're going to be seeking the word of God and you won't find it. Mm-hmm. So you can't get the God of word to defend yourself with it. So now these dominic, these dominic monsters is coming at you, torturing you. You want to die and death is nowhere to be found. Because he, he also, that's the reason why he tells us to become a living epistle. So that we're not just um, walking around with, without the word, but the word is in us. And, and it becomes us. We become the word. We live the word out. Because um, that's the challenge, though, too, that if you're not living the word and then someone comes and snatches your Bible or someone goes online and changes some words to make you believe, you know, something else, because I know computers, but... You know, um, he, you know, these things are taken from you that you won't feel like you don't have. You're inadequately equipped right. to defend yourself. Right. I know there's a movie that we have watched, you know, not too far back. Um, 
what was the, the book of uh, book of Eli with Denzel the book Washington. of Eli, Eli with Denzel Washington, and there was a guy who was really seeking after a Bible because I guess it was like a, a time where the world had uh, went you know south and. Uh, and, uh, and everyone, everyone was illiterate. No one could yeah, read. Everyone was it, was illiterate. A, it was a no time one. after a war where all the uh, people who are born now, none of them could read because all everything was burnt up. And he was looking for a Bible to manipulate the people. Right to take that that Bible and distort it, but the Bible was being um, protected, you mm-hmm. know, by the, uh, the the person who played Denzel Washington. But just kind of like just to give you kind of a visual or perspective, like to. If you didn't have it, you know, you would be like a ship without the sail, like they say, you know. Um, but when you are born, bred, and walking this thing out in the Lord, and you have the Word of God inside of you, you have the arsenal. Mm-hmm. All right. We good? Yeah. I know a practical example of that. Uh, it's maybe in our daily walk as we you're at work and stuff like that, where if you don't know really who you are, it would seem like everything else is the way, right? Because Mm -hmm. what you believe is really not recognizable as you get out of your circle. Mm -hmm. So as you said, it's important for us to know so that in everything that we do or when the test comes, we're able to stand and knowing why we stand, right? Because nowadays you're not too sure of who is who. And that's what the Bible urges us to try the spirit. And sometimes it's going to take time for us to really know that it's definitely wheat, uh, our tear, but not wheat. You understand? Right. So, right. Yeah, it, it, and it's important, again, to have small groups so that we dissect the word of God because. Pretty soon, your Bible is on your phone, and you're always using your phone to do other things, mm-hmm. and you're consumed. Everything is expressed. Right. And your life is just taken up. You have to fight to read the Word of God. Fight to pray. Fight, you know, I mean, real fight to pray and have a little time carved out for God. So and I only see maybe getting worse. We're, yeah. you know, so it's very important that we have the small groups and we are connected so that we are encouraging each other amen. and learning and growing together. Amen. 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 Great point. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. I should say amen. Oh, okay. Amen. Yes. All right, so verse 15. I'm sorry. Uh... Yeah, verse 15. He says, in the kings, again, we're in chapter 6 of Revelation, verse 15. And the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman, and every free man, hid themselves in the dens, I mean, that, that means caves, dens, uh, in, in the rocks of the mountains. And said to the mountains and rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath is come. And who shall be able to stand? Wow. So they already know what's upon them. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
You imagine telling the rocks to fall upon you and hide you? You ask them for certain depth, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. So you said that you won't find them. And that's people. You, 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 know, know. you got to pay the price for your sins. Right. And that's people who knew the truth. Yeah. And didn't follow it. And didn't follow it. Because these are, again, you notice everybody he, he mentioned first was someone who had some kind of status. Mm-hmm. Whether it be there in the upper echelon, rich class, or where they be leaders. But these are people who have status and led people astray or oppressed the people in some way. You know, because you've got communist countries that do the same thing, uh, as well as, you know, leaders in, in all countries, including ours, that will, will, you know, oppress you in a way and try to do it very subtly to make you feel like, you know, something's not being taken away from you, but it is. Mm-hmm. You know, so they try to play those little tricks with us. You know, they'll put everything on the news, you know, on CNN and, and, all, and all these other Fox News, and we're sitting there, they're watching that. But behind the scenes, they're signing other legislations to do other things to right. us that right. we're not paying attention to. So okay. it's like they say, you know, pay attention to my left hand, but my right hand is going to be doing something else. Right. And that's all that's happening. That's what these leaders were doing. That's why they're being punished. All right? Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, yes? No, nothing. Okay. All right, so the, 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 this sixth seal, like I said, goes all the way through Chapter 7. All of 7 talks about I'm this. I'm not quite sure how to help you with that. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was my thing over there, catching my voice. Sorry. Um, verse uh, Chapter 7 talks about... Um, the wind not blowing. I'm going to read some of these first uh, few verses of chapter 7 so we can get a clue of what's going on here. And this is the, the numbering of the tribes. Uh, memory says 144,000 uh, of the tribes uh, total will be making it into heaven. That's 12,000 uh, each of each tribe will, will be making it into heaven. So we as Gentiles should be very thankful technically Technically, <laughs> that we're not in the twelve tribes, right? Because you know, they compared to history, make it in. Compared to history, twelve thousand in each tribe—that's a very slim number. Yes, it is. Now, who's to say that that ain't already been filled? You like <laughs> one tribe right. left? Right. Like, who's gonna make it? Right. Right. <laughs> we're we're among the Gentiles, which is 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 a, uh, is a good thing. That's right. All right, so verse 7, I mean, chapter 7, verse 1. And after these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. And I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels, to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads, meaning your mindset, which is what, what, what delivers you, okay? Because once your mind is turned, your heart is turned, okay? Mm-hmm. That's what happens to all of us. Somebody gets into our head, makes us think something else, now our hearts, our hearts start to, to, 
to sit there and like, you know, combat what we already truly know. Mm-hmm. It's it's sit up there, you know, mm-hmm. like is what you really believe true. Right. And trying to throw these little suggestions in there, you know, mm-hmm. trying to just throw you off track with God. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's how the enemy gets you. Or is that the voice of God? Right. I know that sometimes, like, you know how you'll be riding down the street and you, you normally go a certain way with the Spirit of the Lord to tell you, make a right right here. Mm-hmm. And then you either make that right or you don't, right? And um, I remember... Um, my neighbor telling me one time that she went through that situation where she was going down the street and and the lady who was driving the car, the Lord had told the lady to make a right, and she didn't. And she went on ahead and went straight. And when she went straight, even still God's mercy had saved them. They were like a, a hair inch away from being hit, and the car hit another car that was behind them and and uh, drove them into a ditch. And then the lady screamed and said, the Lord just told me to make a right. And so the other lady, this, the other lady uh, said to her, well, why didn't you listen to him? You know, so, I mean, uh, it, that's the thing, knowing the voice of God and what he's saying, because the enemy is coming to fool the very elect to make people think, oh, this is God over here, or this is God over there. That's why it's important for us to know as an individual what does God's voice sound like uh-huh. and knowing what that, that is and being led by it. All right. Mm-hmm. So, all right, so let me get through this, and you, you guys will see why I say, you know, when it comes to the numbering, we, we are blessed. Okay, so in verse 4 he says, And I heard the number of them which were sealed, and there were sealed a hundred and forty-four thousand of all the tribes of the children of Israel, and then it goes on. And I, like I said, I'm not going to read these to you uh, because it goes on to list the twelve tribes of Israel, and it says in each tribe there were sealed twelve thousand. That's it, twelve thousand in each tribe. The tribe of Gad had twelve thousand. The tribe of Judah had twelve thousand. The, the tribe of um, of Simeon had twelve thousand, and so forth. Okay. So all so that that equals one hundred forty-four thousand. Okay, now get this. This is God's mercy upon the Gentiles, which is us, right? He says, after this I beheld and lo, a great multitude which no man could number, of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues, stood before the throne and before the Lamb cloth and white robes and palms in their hands. All I want to say, and like that song goes, I want to be in that number. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I know. I want to be in that number when the saints come marching in. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) Amen to that. But that's, that's God's word. I mean, the seal is there like, okay, Again, here's another warning shot. It's like your alarm going off. Wait, somebody's still in my car? You know, it gives you that warning. So you can go and, and you know, do something. Right. Do something happened. about the situation. Mm-hmm. Your alarm goes off in your house. you got time to prepare to do something about the situation, right? Mm-hmm. The alarm don't go off. 
you caught in your mess. You caught slipping. You caught sleeping, in other words. Like God said, those who are awake and those who are asleep. Right. So you're caught sleeping because you didn't get a warning shot. God is waking us up mm -hmm. with the warning shot. Mm -hmm. Okay? Like we said, the next one is going to do you some harm. Right. So we need to pay attention to, to the things that God are doing for us and not um, think that everything is bad. You know, like I said, I know a few people who don't like the book of Revelation, but you might want to read it to get yourself right because it's very important and it's crucial right. to your health. I'm going to say that. <laughs> your soul. Yeah, so to, to your health. To know where we are. It, it, exactly. I mean, there's so many things that are happening in the world right now that are showing, you know, there's so many warning signs that's saying, you know, get right, church, and let's go home. <laughs> you know, so, you know, um, it's important. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh, yeah. So that's that sixth seal. So you can see how you're going to be marked. Right? You can see what's going to happen to those who are marked. <laughs> Man, Jordan. <laughs> All right. So, Revelations chapter 9, we're moving on to the trumpet. If I'm moving too fast, guys, please let me know and I'll slow it down. I don't want to leave anyone behind. If you've got questions, please ask them. Okay, we can, we, can, we can always extend these studies. It's not a rush to get through these, but just let me know. All right, chapter 9, verse 13 through 21. This is the sixth trumpet. He says in verse 13, And the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel, which had the trumpet, loose the four angels which are bound in the great river Euphrates. And the four angels were loosed, which were prepared for an hour, and a day, and a month, and a year, for to slay the third part of men. One third. <clears throat> okay? And the number of the army of the horsemen, now get this, were 2,000, two, no, two, I'm sorry, yeah, 202,000. And I heard the number of them. Now, I lost my spot. I'm sorry, guys. 17. 17, thank mm -hmm. you. And I heard the number of them. And thus I saw the horses and the vision of them that sat on them having breastplates of fire and of Jason. Jason, uh, I keep messing it up. And brimstone and the heads of the horses were as the heads of lions. And out of their mouths issued fire and smoke and brimstone. By these three was the third part of, the, of men killed by the fire and by the smoke and by the brimstone, which issued out of their mouths, for their power is in their mouth, and their tails, for, um, for their tails were like unto serpents, and had heads, and with them they do hurt. Verse 20, and the rest of the men which were not killed by these plagues, yet repented not. Hmm. 
of the works of their hands, that they should not worship devils and idols of gold and silver and brass and stone and of wood, which neither can see nor hear nor walk. Neither repented they of their murderers, nor of their sorceries, nor of their fornication, nor of their thefts. Now, <clears throat> this is where it gets interesting, because it talks about this trumpet, and you figure if you see God send something down that causes a third of something to die, just like the angels in heaven, I'm pretty sure they saw the, the third of their brethren get cast out just with Lucifer, right? When Lucifer got cast out, a third of the angels went with him. Don't you think the other two-thirds were like, we make, make sure we write? Yeah. Didn't do anything. They making sure everything's uh, coping stake up in here. Make sure we, we, we even kill, like, on, on a good level with God. We don't want to mess up like them dudes. You figure if you see a third of the people dying, that's a lot of people dying. And you still continue in your ways. That is the very message John the Baptist preached. These six seals in which we read, these six trumpets in which we have read, the six churches in which we have read are all the message of John the Baptist. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That is called paving the way for the coming of Christ, which we all should be doing. There should not be anyone doing any kind of works for other than what John, like Christ said, there's none greater than John the Baptist because he did exactly what these six seals, these six uh, writings to these churches and these six trumpets did for mankind and give them a warning of their faults. And then he tried to help them correct their faults by telling them to repent. Here, let me baptize you. But he also said, there's one that comes, that's, that I baptize you with water, but there's one coming that baptize you with fire. And that fire was the Holy Spirit in which he's going to baptize you with. So these are the works. These are the warning shots. And I wanted to get back into to the truth because I want to jump back to Daniel, the book of Daniel, chapter 5, what we just read. What we just read, right, and I'm going to show you. I said if you read the Old Testament, you have read the New Testament. If you read the New Testament, you have read the Old Testament. Daniel chapter 5, verse 23, one scripture. And it reads this. He says, but hast lifted up thyself against the Lord of heaven. And they have brought the vessels of his house before thee, and thou and thy lords, thy wives, and thy concubines have drunk wine in them. And thou hast praised the gods of silver and gold, 
of brass, iron, wood, and stone, which see not, nor hear, nor know, and the God is whose hand thy breath is, meaning God gave you the breath in which you have, and whose are all thy ways as thou not glorified. Just read that in verse 20 and, 20 and 21. He says that, they repented not, and they just and of not. Uh, they repented from not uh, from worshiping uh, devils and idols of gold, silver, brass, stone, and wood, which neither see, hear, nor walk. Neither repented of their murderers, sorceries, and fornication. Same thing was said in Daniel. Same thing was said in Psalms one fifteen. Verses 4 through 7. So you see, the warning shot had been given a long time ago. And this was written by the finger of God. <laughs> so we got to think about this, people. How many chances do we get? Who knows? Like Christ said, he'll forgive you, what is it, seven times 49 or so? I can't remember the number. Um, but a multitude of times he will forgive you, right? <laughs> so if Christ is saying this, he's like, look, I'm going to keep sending my warning shots. I'm praying that you hear at least one of them before I come. Because when he comes, as, the, uh, as our, our forefathers said, our parents used to tell us, there will be hell to pay. There will be hell to pay when Christ comes back. I hate to say it, but that's, it's just what it is. If we don't change our ways, if we don't hear the warning shots, make sure that we are doing what Christ has called us to do. If we're walking in his path, then we, we need to be Everything we touch should have life to it. Everything we speak to should have life to it. Mm -hmm. He is a God of life, not of death. He's offering up a seal to us to protect those who want to be called his. So in these trying times, you're not going to go through this stuff. You'll be here to see it. You see what's going on, but you won't have to be tormented by the stuff because that's what his word says. Don't touch those until I, and don't don't cause havoc on here until I have, you know, in other words, sanctified my people, right. separated, set them apart. Mm -hmm. This is what we want to be. That is what we strive to get to. That is our, our purpose in life, is to make sure we get to that point. Make sure that we're part of that multitude that is before the throne of God with white robes and palms in our hands. And it wouldn't hurt if we drag a few people along with us. <laughs> That's the only time you want to drag somebody with you. you, don't, you want to, like I said, you don't want to drag nobody into the ditch with you, but you do want to drag a few people to heaven with you. Right. That's what Christ wants. 
He said, I am building a place for you. If someone tells you they're building you a free house <laughs> that never falls apart, that don't, don't need any maintenance, right. you don't have to pay rent, mortgage, nothing, no light bill, nothing. But you refuse it? Come on, people. We need to get right. We all got our faults. Nobody's perfect. But that's where, as, you know, Sister um, Debbie said earlier, small groups can help one another. Because if we are all adults, then we should be able to take corrective criticism and not be offended when we're only trying to help one another get to glory. You can't do it in a big city because people don't know you and, and the, it, they just may not have that heart to really put the effort forth. But in small settings, we know each other like family. You start to care for the people like family. And that's what it takes for us to get together and all be on one accord. If you see me slipping, Pastor, I saw you messed up the other day. Get it right. Say something. Don't leave me in the dirt like that. I would do the same for you. We got we, we to gotta lift each other up. In a positive way, we're not tear each other down or leave each other behind. That's what it's all about. And you'll see next week when we get into the seventh seal what it's all about because it's going to be some crazy stuff going on. Because if you read through uh, chapter 7 of Revelation, you will see where, God, uh, where, where Christ tells them, no more delay. This is before the seventh one comes. Before the seventh trumpet is sounded. Before the seventh seal is broken. He says, no more delay. Mm. Now it's time for the coming of the, the second coming of Christ. And when he comes, I pity for those who have not repented who have not changed their ways. Because if, if you think this stuff that you've gone through, uh, this, these tortures and stuff that you've gone through with these demonic creatures that have been unleashed upon earth, you have no idea. You have no idea. Because your soul is at hand now. We're talking about being wiped out of existence. Amen. That's the study for tonight, guys. Anybody got anything to add? No? You good? Serious talk. <laughs> yeah, serious talk. Um, I am mostly affected at, at work, right? <laughs> we all are. <laughs> 
when you're, or, amen, you're raising your hand too. Yeah, it's all good when you're in small group or when you're at church or when you're at prayer meeting and you're in your good circle. But when the, the tribulation and the testing comes, um, today was just so sad and gloomy. And um, people were just talking about the time. Yeah, and there were not unsafe people. There were people of hope. But I constantly have to remind myself at work today, yes, you're a woman of hope, right? And when you know the word of God, the Bible says, when you see these things, yes, you should look up. You can joining with the group and you Gosh, everybody, because it's not going to make the world a better place. But we are more in end time than we were than we were when we were kids. Nobody likes you because we want to And you look at her with your eyes open. So you have to and give me the other side. We are ourselves. We know that the end time is here, and that's why it's important. Now, when we because we're living in the end times, and the great tribulation is not upon us yet, right? There right. Until that comes, mm-hmm. right? And it's it's not, you know, look down in at the big jar with Because, you know, I have my headphones on listening to my gospel. So uh, people see me at my desk, I'm like, just bop my head. Like, <laughs> like, right? So I was listening to this song by Deidre Hatton called A Billion People. I'm pretty sure some of y'all heard it. If you haven't, you should hear it. It's a hype song. I don't get me wrong. But he, he, he sits there and he's, he's screaming out, I won't stop until I hear a billion people say Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and when he says he's yelling it. And, and I was just pumping that song all day long. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because that's what it's all about. You continue to work. Mm-hmm. You continue to work. No matter, I mean, you know how people are in the workplace, and then you know how the, the rules and regulations are in the workplace. Oh, you can't talk about God. You can't wear a God shirt. You can't do this, and you can't do that. You know what? I got union on my job. I'm going to scream it. <laughs> and you know what? <clears throat> We're co laborers together. Mm-hmm. We all work towards the same goal in Christ that we want to see people saved. We want to see people delivered from themselves and delivered from the things that they Amen. toil over. And just remembering that, like you said, we are our brother's keeper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are the family of God. All, like you said, fitly joined together. Together, yeah. 
together. Amen. And we're in this thing together that, you know, when it, when the, like they say, when the trouble comes, you ain't got nobody but your family to depend on now. And let's, you know, not only just think about our blood, but we, you have to think about your spiritual family. Spiritual people, yeah. You know, when it comes down to it, you know, you're going to need to rely upon each other, you know. Yes, yes. When people's faith is being shaken, you know, like they had said, who's on the Lord's side? That was it. It wasn't like, yeah. who's my mama, who's my daddy, who's my sister, and who's my brother? Because, you know, the, the, yeah. the Lord said, them that serve the Lord, right? Yeah, the Lord. So, he, so you cut it down to say, who is on the Lord's side? And that's what my man Joshua said, choose this day who you will serve. Right. And so, for me and my household, we shall serve the Lord. Serve the Lord. Because we know we even got family members that will pull you back. That will pull you out of, out of your faith or pull you out of salvation. So it's it's important to stand firm no matter what and uh, lean on our sisters and brothers in the faith. Amen. 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 You guys, you guys are good on the phone there? Um, I was saying amen all along, Pastor, and just realized that I was on mute. <laughs> so the, the entire house is on mute because Nadine's phone is dead and nothing Carrot's phone is dead. So my phone is on, but we are on mute and we are here talking and nobody. I'm saying, how oh, they be talking when I'm talking? And then I continue doing it, you know, and do it to the hand and to the glory of God. And even if, you know, if you alone stand, you keep standing. And, you know, two days from now, we'll be ministering. And as we, as we step out to minister, you know, let us bear in mind the reason why we're doing it. And we are doing it um, for the glory of God and to win souls. Because at every opportunity we got, that's supposed to be on the forefront of our heart. You know, as we heard about the terrible day that is coming, and this day is going to be so terrible, and whatever we can do to to draw somebody closer to Christ, it is really relevant and important. So yes. I just add that to it, and, you know, as we have heard what um, Debbie passed on some had said a while ago. Amen. Amen. Um, and was saying that if you don't, uh, if you don't get it right, there will be hell to pay. I would say literally, mm-hmm. there will be like hell to pay. <laughs> <laughs> like,
is up for a spiritual man, one and all, you know. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Anyone else? We good? Amen. All right. So, um, just a, 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 a quick note. Uh, again, I, Debbie, I know you guys weren't there uh, this uh, past week. So, um, what we're doing, we're fellowshipping with another church this coming Sunday. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's gonna uh, he's gonna give me the um, the address, and I gotta send it to you guys tomorrow. Um, okay. The service is at 10 a.m. If that's a problem with someone, please let us know. Um, what they're doing is they're having a um, uh, a family day kind of like kind of thing, and so he's gonna give a, a quick word, and then we all do a little, you know, um, fellowshipping. And uh, kind of like picnic kind of thing and everything. Everything is provided. Um, we don't have to bring anything so um, other than ourselves. Okay? And we were having practice. We were yes, having and, dance practice and then, afterwards. Then Sister Nadine wants to do a, a quick dance practice with us for, so we can get our, 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 our stuff in order. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, yeah. So, um, but I'll be getting that, that, that address out to you guys tomorrow, hopefully by noontime, so you get you get you ahead of the schedule there and know where you you got to go and where you got to be 10 a.m. on Sunday. Okay. okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. Anyone else? And that same note, Pastor, about me and, and um, I think you did suggest to me that you would be off on a Friday. Is yes. It, is it this Friday or is it the next one? Because I think I get it mixed up. No, I'm 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 done with all my classes. So okay. At work, at work. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we, I'm done with all my classes at work. So um, I'm off Friday. Yeah. All right. All right then. So I'll I'll, I'll get in touch with you and about uh, um other stuff on yes. Friday. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Anyone else? Mm-hmm. Just to pray for the um the the, the gospel explosion, yes. the current explosion at the ending of the month. Okay. That would be really good. And then um just want to say that in the summertime, uh, meeting in Camden get a little bit chaotic. So you have more than one ministry. So I've been. Saying it, but not saying it openly. But if we take a break in the summertime, it's not a bad idea. But there's absolutely no one in the wintertime feeding. Right. Right. So that's where the need is mostly. So um, we continue to take a break. Right. All right. Until the, the wintertime. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Sounds good. And uh, I had something. I lost it. It's okay. It'll come back. That's Saturday is birthday or birthday party. Yes, Jenny's birthday is uh, Saturday. Our party is at 4.30. 4.30. Okay, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And um, any other prayer requests? Well, for um, prayer work in the house of David. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Just for the, the stuff that's coming together for the 26th. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
you know, being able to be in the will of God. So, come for me. I think it's coming together really nicely. Yeah. Like the different acts and all to perform, really coming together. So we got for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so far, um, I think, Sister Summer, how are you getting on with the, the little pamphlet? The brochure. Oh, you talking about the, I did a postcard today? Is that what you were talking about, the postcard? Yes, those are the things that Debbie needs to get to give out to her. Yeah, I sent it to Nadine, and then she wanted to make changes because the picture I had was not the correct picture. Can you send it to us, to Nadine, so we can see what it is? Well, she, I think she wanted to change the picture on it because I guess she doesn't have permission. I I just grabbed it off of Facebook, so Facebook so she was, wasn't clear. Yeah. But when when the when one sent out that is for um that one that one we weren't gonna go through the viewing with everybody because I didn't want to use people from work fellowship without having them know that their faces were gonna be on printed ads. Right, right. So when we send a proper picture after summer do that. I'll send that out to everyone, but I didn't send this one out because we weren't going to move forward with the pictures of everybody on um, from War Fellowship. Okay. 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 She was saying that the pictures on there were from Word Fellowship, and she didn't have permission from Word Fellowship to use those pictures. Was it your personal your personal picture? No. Well, we could do that one off still. I'll talk one off. So okay. Okay. Um, I also wanted to um, get get prayer for um, you guys. He's only ever been on one time with you guys, but um, his name is Willie. Um, he has really bad diabetes. They ended up cutting um, his legs up to the thigh um, because of gangrene, and um, he's on the down slope at, at this point. Yeah, because he's got diabetes, and he's on dialysis. On dialysis, so he's... On the down slope, so I want to lift him up in prayer. No, that's the one. He come right. Because um, they said he doesn't have a lot, a lot of time left. So I want to pray for him also. Is that oh, your uncle, Summer? I'm sorry. Is that your uncle, the gentleman that normally on sometimes? No, no, this no. is a brother um, oh, in Seattle. Seattle with the um, he's not my physical brother. Um, um, he's he's been on the Bible studies here and there, but he had got sick. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's not my family, but has come to our Bible studies. So, um, any other prayer requests? No, not so far. Not so. Far. All right. The Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift your name on high, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We love you and adore you, Lord Father. Lord God, we give you all that is in us on tonight, and we thank you for the word and the seed, Lord God. Thank you for reminding us, Lord God, of the ways that we need to walk and how we need to be in alignment with you, Lord God. Thank you for opening up the word, Lord God, and causing it, Lord God, to be sown into us, Lord Father, that we become living epistles of your word, Lord God. 
I pray, Lord God, for each and every ear that is heard on tonight, Lord God. Allow the word to saturate and marinate within us, Lord God, that you would continue to pull revelation from this word, Lord God, to feed us, Lord God, throughout our week, I pray. I pray, Lord God, that your voice become ever so clear and loud within us, Lord Father, that we know you, Lord God, in that intimate and special way, Lord God, that no voice would we follow. I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that even as we go into the next chapter of Revelations, let, Lord God, this word, Lord God, be manifested, Lord God, in our lives, on our jobs, Lord God, in everything that we do. I pray, Lord God, that we continue on in the faith, Lord God, fighting the good fight, Lord God. I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, that you would bless, Lord God, house of David, Prayer works ministry, Lord God. Yes, Lord, yes. Praise explosion, Lord Father. Yes, I pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, all that we do, we do it in the name of Jesus. I pray, yes. Lord Father, that you would continue to bless this praise explosion that is coming up, Lord God, that it comes mm-hmm. up with you. I pray, Lord God, that the steps, Lord God, of all of the people are ordered by you. I pray, Lord God, that you would anoint the eyes, anoint the hands and the feet, Lord God. Anoint the tongue, mm-hmm. I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that yes, Lord. Yes. that is performed, Lord Father, is anointed by you, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, let this be a divine moment in time that will transform the hearer, cause people to receive joy unspeakable, I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I pray, Lord God, that you will continue to bless, Lord God, even prayer works ministry, Lord God, that you will bless, Lord Father, their, their magazine, Lord Father, that's, that's coming out, Lord God, the next chapter we're speaking it into existence, Lord God, that, Lord Father, you will bless, Lord Father, that this magazine will come to fruition, Lord God, that you will birth it completely through, Lord God, cause there to be a step fast in this area, Lord God, that you will cause people that are needed, Lord God, to cause it to come together, Lord God, to be added unto, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you would even touch, Lord Father, Lord God, the prayer line, Lord God, in the morning, Lord yes. Father, the um, the line, Lord God, that uh, that people call, Lord Father, from um, the one eight hundred number, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you will continue to um, bless, Lord God, this Thursday. Uh, meetings, Lord Father, Lord God, each and every thing, Lord God, has been put upon their plate to do and they've been led to do, the Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that it be in divine order with you, Lord God, and that we would receive, Lord God, from you on high, Lord God, the manna, Lord God, to feed your people with in these different avenues and these different ways of communication. And, Lord God, that even as they go out into the streets, Lord God, Feeding, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you would lead them, Lord God. Guide them, I pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, for the souls, Lord Father, that they meet, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, that they be primed and ready, Lord God, for salvation, ready, Lord God, for transformation, and ready, Lord God, to receive, Lord God, what these sisters have, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, even for the missionary field, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, open up the doorways, the highways, and the byways, Lord God, that these things will come to pass, Lord God. Lord God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you will continue to um, bless, Lord God, the hands of Conrad, Lord God, that even as he plays music for this, for this yeah. praise explosion, Lord God, that you would give him, Lord God, the songs, 
Lord God, to be played, that you would give him, Lord God, how to encourage others, Lord God. Use him in a mighty way, Lord God. And I pray for my husband, Keith, Lord God, and the word that is coming out of him and the anointing, Lord God, that is from him, Lord God. Build him back up in your word, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that his mind, Lord God, be at rest in you, Lord God, to receive the, the downloads from heaven, Lord God. We can pray for Gardner right now, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus. I yes, pray to God that you would, Lord God, wake him up and shake him up, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, for a divine intervention in his soul. I pray, Lord God, that he have a desire and a thirst for you like never before within his life. I pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that he take on the mantle, Lord God, that he, that he is called to be, Lord God, in you. Lord God, in the fullness of who he is in you, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, even for their home and for their son, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that you would continue to flow through his son, Lord God. Lord God, and cause him, Lord God, to be, Lord God, who you have him to be. Lord God, we see, Lord God, that your hand is upon him, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, do we pray, Lord God, for willing, I pray, Lord God, that you would bless yes. the man of yes. God, that, Lord God, as he begins his transition, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, yes. I pray, Lord God, that he be steadfast in you. Prepare his soul and his mind, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you would rebuke, Lord God, anything that is not like or of you, Lord Father, that his faith, Lord God, will be steadfast in you. I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, that he not suffer. That, Lord God, his body, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, come under, under alignment with you, Lord God. Lord God, you are a healer and you are a deliverer. But, Lord yes. God, you also set us free. And I pray, Lord God, that you would set your son free. Yes, Make Lord. him ready, Lord Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> God Thank you guys you for showing up and supporting and hope you got some out of the lesson and it was great seeing all you and hearing you guys. So Man. bless remain of the week and I hope to see you all uh, all Sunday. Uh Saturday. Okay. Saturday, yes. Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> all, right. all right. God bless you guys. God bless you too. God bless you. Bye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.